Give me head, give me head, give me headlines, and give me head. Oh, we're going to give you head all right, man. Hey, man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Hey, it's me, Ralph Garman. And we're doing Give Me Headlines right now. Um, we're going to dive into it. Uh, I guess we can fucking chit-chat a little. How you doing? Good. <laughs> and there it is. And now, back gentleman. to the headlines. Two Hollywood pals catching up the way Hollywood pals do. I haven't seen you since uh, Turkey Day. Did you have any? Well, you didn't have a Turkey Day because you don't eat turkeys anymore. Yeah. But how was your Thanksgiving holiday? It's my fucking new religion. Um, I We did nothing here yeah. in the house. Like Harley and Austin are off in Dallas shooting her show, so she didn't come home. Right. Byron and Gail are off in uh, Nevada. That's where they've got a place and stuff. So it was literally just me and Jen in the house. And so, like, I had... <laughs> Did you give her your drumstick? Yeah, yeah baby. Oh, yeah. I was like, let's be here and fucking pull the wishbone and see if you get what you want. She's <laughs> like, I didn't want this. Ew, right in my eye. <laughs> um <laughs> The uh, a friend of Harley's, Chris, um, is a like a vegan cook, or at least fucks around with Beyond Meat. Like they went to a party at this guy's house once while they were still here, and Harley was like, um, "I'm going out tonight. I was going to record with you, but I'm going out." I said, "Where are you going?" She's like, "My friend is making a, a Beyond Meat sloppy joes," and I was like, "The fuck out of here! That sounds amazing. Bring me home one." She's like, "I will," and she came home and did not bring one home. Like, and I had waited, dude. <laughs> I was literally thinking about, like, oh, this fucking vegan sloppy you joe's your man I really did. And she failed me. Wow. So, uh, you know, I, I asked her the next day. I was like, I looked all over for the sloppy joe. Where is it? She's like, oh, I didn't. I didn't think you really meant that to bring home food from An somebody old sloppy joe. <laughs> I was like, I did goddamn mean that. I sent cake. Like, it was around the time of my birthday. I had a really nice vegan cake. And she took a big hunk of it. She's like, can I take it to sloppy joe party i was like yeah as long as you bring me back a sloppy fucking joe quid pro quo quid pro nothing <laughs> so I, it haunted me i thought about this sloppy joe that i didn't have for a long you're time. a grudge holder i really am so i reached out to the kid when she was in dallas i was like hey man what is chris's number and she's gonna fuck him up <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm gonna fucking he's gonna get it because he didn't give me what i wanted she's like but i didn't give you what you want i was like i can't hit you that'd be weird <laughs> But I'm going to hit your fucking friend for not giving me the sloppy joe that I was waiting for. And so I texted Chris and I was like, uh, hey, man, can I get you to make me oh, beyond me sloppy joes? And he's like, yeah, man, of course. So like a junkie calling the, the connection. Can't be a junkie if you'd never had it before. This was my first time. <laughs> oh, I see. So what would you call that guy? Thirsty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was thirsty for sloppy joes. Sliding into his DMs for sloppy joes. He, uh, he brought it over and it was. Oh. Was it good? Let me tell you something. Well, number one, there's so much sloppy Joe mix that that's what you're tasting. Whether anyway. it's meat or whether it's beyond meat, they could he could literally put dog turds in there, and you'd still smell the sloppy Joe and taste the sloppy Joe. Maybe it would be like this is a little chewier than yeah, I remember, a little tangy. But uh, oh, that sloppy Joe, sloppy Joe, slop. And so it it is a time tunnel through the nasal canal, man, because yeah. it smells like high school that was like me. home my mom never made it oh really that was a standard at the garment household oh my i wish i'd grown up in the garment household and shit number one we'd be brothers number <laughs> <That's> two <true. laughs> we'd be fucking shared memories of eating so many sloppy joes <laughs> um we didn't have it in our house my mom wouldn't make that and stuff uh but we had it at school when i went to high school at the calf oh every once in a while like every other week they'd do sloppy joes and just that scent, bro. When I opened up that sloppy Joe and smelled that first scent, I was like, oh, I'm back in fucking high school when things were like 
My whole life's ahead of me. That's right. I'm just, all I got to think about is eating this sloppy joe, whether I want a cookie or a brownie and, you know, fucking. The big decisions. Totally. Two milks. I knew who I'm sitting with. <laughs> it's all fucking good, man. Um, Yeah, it, it was wonderful. So I had that. For Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer ordered a pizza, but she's like, she's been vegetarian forever. So turkey's never been a thing for her. So. Right. And then the kid was like, you know what? Fuck Thanksgiving, man, because this is the day that celebrates how the fucking pilgrims killed all the fucking Native Americans and shit. And I'm like, all right, good enough for me. I'm vegan, so I don't, I don't fuck with turkey anymore. So this day this is nothing to me. Mm. I'm thankful all the time. I don't need one day a year to be like, let me think about it. Every fucking day I wake up and I'm like, holy shit, this is not a dream. <laughs> oh, fuck. Look at, everyone knows my name. This is fucking crazy. Ooh. Sometimes they call me Kevin James. Don't matter. <laughs> Get it half right. That's good enough. Um, so yeah, we didn't we didn't really do Thanksgiving. What did you do for Thanksgiving? This was my first Thanksgiving solo in my life. I did realized. you not team up with the 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 ex had the kid uh-huh. and was at her folks. They had a uh, COVID tested uh, get together. And I was on my own at the house, and both mom and dad are gone now, and I'm uh, the, the marriage is in the shitter. So I was by myself in my home for the entirety of a holiday. And I, thinking back, I can't remember a time I ever spent a holiday alone. It was odd. I gather together <laughs> to ask the Lord to All by myself. <laughs> Thanksgiving <wanna> edition. <laughs> wow. So I ordered some sushi. Nice. And a big bottle of sake. Nah, oh, fucking yeah. And You're I, like, I'm going to fucking go. And I got Japanese. I think I really think so. <laughs> got lit up, eating sushi, watching uh, James Bond movies. That was my Thanksgiving. And you were thankful, weren't you? I was thankful. You're like, this is the life. It really? I'm the king of my fucking castle. Really kind of fun. And then Did the following weekend. Went... Do- was Reggie with you? No, no. Oh, my God. You're free of that beast as I, well? I was truly flying solo. I was like, this is interesting. I thought it would be. You know, depressing, but it's kind of freeing to be on your own in those in those given moments. So. Uh, you literally could have came over here. We did nothing. We watched The Crown mm. a bunch. But uh, other than that, nothing was going on, man. That sounds like you had a good-ass time by yourself. You having a then good time Then headed down yourself. to my sister in San Diego the next day, Friday and Saturday, and I hung with <laughs> Got any leftovers? Hey, what do you got? <laughs> no, but the kid and the ex came down with me because, you know, we're still doing family stuff together because that's our goal is to still remain a family unit, even if we're not 24-7 kind of deal. Then you know? why didn't you go to the Thanksgiving meal? I just... Uh, <laughs> I'm no longer obligated to do the in-law Talk shtick. a fucking good game. Like, we still do family. Dude. Keeping it family real. That was a family thing. My family. Do stuff like, with my uh, family. She's like, you want to come see my family? Like, fuck no. Mm. No way, man. Mm. Yeah, I, saw, I got a piece of paper that says I ain't got to do nothing. I don't want to do no more. Are you guys like done divorced? Mm-mm. There's still more people. You don't have that piece of paper yet. No, I'm not a. We're not officially, uh, you know, state sealed, uh, stamped, and approved. Or when anything. does that happen? Months from now. Months from now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, what is? We were more. We separated first, and then all the filing and stuff and everything has to come after. So if she commits like a, a crime, are you like liable? No, and you wouldn't be if she didn't. <laughs> not if I didn't bury the body. No, I'm not a conspirator. All right. What if she commits a crime? Yeah. You're you're not even a suspect anymore because you're like I'm married to her. That's right. Why don't you ask fucking someone else that she hangs out with? That's right. Code for bone. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be too. Talk to guy. She's fucking. Cops wouldn't say that, right? Yeah, they would. Would they really? 
what if I was a cop? Would you throw it out there? Throw the badge out. Say, like, they're fucking. Who's she fucking? She opens up her legs and he takes his wiener and he puts it right where she pees. Do you understand me? It's internal affairs with Richard Gere and Andy <laughs> Garcia. <laughs> like an officer, I, you could have just said sex. Shut up. Suck my gun. <laughs> I'm being as graphic as I can because that's what it's going to be like for you in the can. <laughs> what, I'm going to jail? No. No, no I'm going in your can. <laughs> um wow man yeah that was the first for me the first like thanksgiving non-thanksgiving like uh only one other thanksgiving well last year i was in england they don't even have thanksgiving and i was a vegan anyway so it's not like i was like where's your turkey you got a Mm -hmm. fucking british turkey and they don't even really fuck with turkey over there turkey's like christmas maybe yeah maybe and you know they're like that's a gamey bird they'd rather not eat that they don't then raise them like we do here yeah they're kind of scrawny over there yeah the turkey's the american bird you know benjamin franklin wanted to be the official bird of america that make more sense in the world where i mean well would it though at the same time like nobody eats a bald eagle no they're hard to catch i mean turkeys are like we came so close to not being eaten yeah we could have been the national bird or did he want to make it the national bird because he's like they're good eating he did love eating them yeah but he thought they were everywhere and it was like that's like more representative of the country is the turkey they were they were plentiful so he said that should be our our national bird they're fucking everywhere what propaganda hype man was like nah let's go for the eagle it soars overhead big eagle had a lobbyist that came in to the continental congress and uh, slipped a couple dollar bills to good old george washington thank you with the whole thing we should fucking aspire to rise above and whatnot whereas the turkey just inspires you to you know like hey man just don't get killed (laughs) that's the american motto just peck at the ground and pick up what you can hey man don't get killed that's right welcome to america don't get killed don't get killed um my father said to me the moment they pulled me out of my mother's womb doctor smacked my ass my dad looked right in my eyes he said welcome to america don't Don't get killed killed. so far so good true to your word i mean he's my dad i listened to him um all right let's do some news yeah let's hit it uh let's see um start off with elliot page right i guess i was going to try to bury the lead and kind of finish with that but you're right i guess we you have got to. It. it's the biggest story it out is there. the biggest story in the world uh elliot page uh star of the umbrella academy star of juno mm-hmm. star of uh was that fucking chris nolan picture everybody wets themselves um, an inception inception yeah star of uh so many things um former x man uh that's true yeah yeah i got a story about that uh, announces he is transgender today. Yes. Uh, Elliot Page. I I was, uh, let me see, Sav, um, who is doing the Chasing Chasing Amy documentary. Right. Um, Sav texted that to me this morning, and that's how I found out, and then I te- uh, tweeted about it. But, um, you know, Sav was like, this is a huge day for the community. This is fucking massive. Uh, I want to work with them so bad and stuff and you know i sent me the tweet with <clears throat> elliot's message mm-hmm. you know and i read it and you know I, I clicked on the bio and and saw that elliot had directed a documentary but you know i said wrote back to Savo. i was like oh do you, who is this is this a filmmaker you know and uh sav wrote back oh he's in film you might recognize him and sent me the Juno poster and, you know, with, with Elliot circle. This is a very tricky like, story to cover 
because there's certain things you can't do when you're talking about him now. He's got to say his name and say him, him, his. and Yeah, his, but there it leads to confusion for some people. It, I was this morning. I, I would just I didn't. I should have realized, considering Sab sent it to me, like what it was about. But like, I didn't make the connection until Sab a lot of people haven't. If you're like, just reading the words, um, huge day for or for uh, Elliot Page. Could you imagine? I, I've gotten to be me forever. Yeah, since I since I could think about it, I've been me, and then I got to be me professionally and stuff. Being me, the real me, has never been an issue for me whatsoever. No. This is like the first day that Elliot Page gets to be Elliot Page. Yeah. Um, Huge story that uh, naturally was the top of not just the entertainment news, but the news in general. But it's challenging a lot of news outlets and journalists to have to recognize how these stories have to be handled now. Because if you refer to his former name... That is considered a serious slight and demeaning him now. Right. And so even to say formally known as you're 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 walking a, a, a minefield of of a new world where we're living in, where people are just have to be careful where they step and what they say. And it's uh, I, I think it's harder, obviously, moving forward. It, the common decency would dictate that you simply refer to a person as they choose to be referred to as they identify. Absolutely. But when talking about Juno, for example, you know, it would be complicated to talk about his former life and his former work because it exists and it's out there. And I, I just, I can see why some journalists are having a hard time trying to be respectful and delicate, but also inform their readers or their listeners who who they're talking about, talking about that confusion you felt when you just saw it in, in words. You know? I saw it. Uh, Twitter exchange where, you know, somebody was like, I don't get it. Is this a meme? What's going on? Mm. And then somebody was like, look, I'm going to assume that you really don't know and broke down the story. And then the dude was like, oh, my God, that's great. Good for him. Yeah. Like, you know. And I think most people, once they get it, get it. And it, and we live in the world now, luckily, where we can just say, oh, okay. Um, I met him in Cannes, I guess it'd be 2006 when we were there with clerks and I got there early to go for Richard, um, uh, Richard's movie, um, Southland Tales, Mm. Richard Kelly's movie. So, um, he was premiering and doing the red carpet. So we went out earlier, like five days earlier than I needed to be there for, clerks too which was also going to be there so um while there and since i had a fucking tux because you had to wear a tux too right oh i can imagine the um, pain oh fucking. except when we did the clerks two screening i wore jean shorts nobody stopped me i tested their fucking theory <laughs> like I, you know i was like what are they gonna do tackle me on the red carpet they, they might they treat it very seriously but shy at labeouf wear a bag on his head on that carpet that's right. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, I'm not surprised I got away with jorts in France. They were like, ah, oh, crazy ah, American genius like Jerry Lewis. Um, so, uh, I went to see X Men Three, hmm. which Elliot was in. So we're staying at this uh, hotel, me and Jen. That's I can't remember the name, but it's pretty popular. Not Hotel Du Cap. That's fucking crazy expensive. It's like right couple grand a night and shit this is the one that 
right in town. Like this is the crazy hotel where uh, like this was before they had internet in the rooms. So if you wanted to use Wi-Fi, you went down to the lobby and shit. Wow. So in the lobby, using Wi-Fi, checking email and looking online, I saw like Ian McKellen come in in a bathrobe. To check his email? <laughs> no, he came up to the front desk and he was like, I've been locked out of my room. And they were like, oh, right away, sir. And then he looked around and he saw me because I was looking at him with a laptop on, you know, on my lap and he winked. And then they all <laughs> went upstairs. And I was like, that's fucked up, man. That's, that's goddamn Gandalf Magneto himself. Magneto. Just open the door with his hand, just bust the knob off. Yeah, where's your Metal. powers, man? Right. Um, and then uh, I was um, using the Wi-Fi on a separate day. And it was like the night after the X-Men 3 premiere. That's the Brett Ratner movie, mm -hmm. which like a lot of people don't like. But right. I found very entertaining it might have been the fact that i was in can watching it in a tuxedo but i was fucking i screamed like whoa you know fucking there are huge things going on in that movie um so i'm down there checking my wi-fi checking my uh email on the wi-fi and elliot comes in and sits down and also starts doing some computer stuff and whatnot and you know me i'm not you know i generally don't fuck with famous you're people. not an engager not an engager. Mm -hmm. uh, if you engage me, I'm fucking I'm sure. 100%, man. But like, I would never be like, hey, Juno, what's up? Exactly. Or yeah. anything like that. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, but like, you liked what he did in that movie. Like, go say a nice thing. Yeah, like, you're literally the only people in this fucking room. Like, it ain't creepy. Like, because then I was like, is it going to be creepy if this old man comes over and stuff? And so. You know, I fucking bite the bullet. Like, despite what my instincts are, you know, I closed my laptop. Could have just left and went to the fucking elevator instead. But I stopped to be like, hey, man, like, I I was there last night. Like, I love what you did. That was so awesome. I'm a big fan of the comics. So that was great. And he was like, thank you. Oh, that's cool. Very sweet moment. And then I got the fuck out of there because I was like, oh, my God, I just fucking... I just fucking, I broke my own cardinal yes, rule. I, I might as well have taken my shirt off, taken my pants <laughs> off, and fucking just shit in front of everybody. What have I done? I'm humiliated. I talked to a fucking celebrity who clearly didn't want to talk to me. And I'm not saying like he was shitty or anything, but like perfunctory. Yeah, very much. Yeah. And I don't think there was any sort of recognition like, hey, you're that silent Bob person. Right. But I don't think that would have mattered anyway. Mm. I think he was into you know, his fucking email stuff, you know, using the Wi-Fi like I was, you know, right. fucking come downstairs and stuff. Um, but, uh, and that's my, and that's my <laughs> Elliot story. Perfunctory. <laughs> 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 um, very, uh, happy for him, man. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, brother. Welcome to your truest self. Yeah. It's so nice to be you. Would you say you're your true self? Are any of us really our true Don't self? Don't get all fucking. Kevin? Don't we all wear masks? With me, you fucking Don't we wear masks in the world, Kevin? Different masks for different people. I don't. What you see is what you get. That's true. Um, do you feel you are your best true self? You may never see the stranger. Do you ever let your lover see the stranger in yourself? Oh, oh we all have a face yeah. that we, we hide, hide away, away forever. forever.
Fucking the sage himself. That's right. The wisdom of BJ. Billy Joel. From the planet Krypton. Um, um, I, I, I'm mostly I my truest self. Mostly. Are you? Yeah, mostly. I think so. I, I don't think of you as like, it's fucking fraud. No, I'm, fucking sham, I'm pretty much the same guy. People meet me as I am. Um, when you when you spend as much time in media talking about myself, and you're the same case, you know, doing radio for almost twenty years, and then the podcast for another us for a decade. This new one I'm doing for th- almost three years now. It's crazy. The Ralph almost Report. Three, the Ralph Report. You draw on yourself and your life largely for content and for the the thing that you connect with an audience with, and so. You'd have to be pretty fucking creative to come up with a fake persona for that long. Who could hold that? I guess people do. I guess we all know people in Hollywood who are way fake for their entire careers. But I no, I, I, it's too, too much work. That would be too much work, I think. Who would you consider? Like, is Ellen considered fake? Um, After that, I don't like, know her she, personally, yeah, either, but, like but from all the stories, stories I've heard from people who interact with her in the real world, I would say, yeah, that's a manufactured persona. I read all the stories and then I also know stories from just working in this town. Where yeah. I was like, yeah, that's that checks out. So there are people who who do. But. Oh, we all have a face that we hide away from Ellen because that <laughs> Ellen, she don't want to see it. And she says, don't you look at me. <laughs> Um, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Thanks. He just realized he screwed up by not awarding Dolly Parton the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Yes, he did. I actually back his play on that, man. But how sweet of him to even bring it up. But guess what? He knows a guy who's going to be in that position in about a month. First thing you do, man. That's how you start 2021 and this presidency off right. Show America we're fucking going back to some degree of normalcy. You give Dolly Parton the presidential. Goddamn national treasure. Oh, she's the best. Even if you don't like your music, and if you don't, you're a fool because she makes great music. She's a wonderful storyteller. Yes. Everything else, the way she lives her life beyond that is the best of what America is. She gave a million dollars to help fucking uh, Pfizer develop COVID. Who was the Moderna one, I think. Develop COVID vaccine. Yeah. Who does that? Dolly Parton. Of her own money. Just wrote a check and asked why. I just wanted to do some good was her answer. She's the sage. She's the one that said life is like a butterfly. You know, she's got a an organization out of her Dollywood group there where if you contact this organization, you have a small child and sign up for Dolly's book club. She'll send books forever. Free books to your kid. Not forever. They they graduate out of it like Menudo. Eventually they get old enough to buy their own fucking books. But the kids will get a book a month or something like that until they reach 12 or something like that. It's just gratis. No, no obligation. Just read, just be smarter, just be better. Something tells me this is a preview. We're definitely going to see her get the presidential medal for particularly with that fucking, you know, throwing money into the COVID cause heavens. Um, what a beautiful human being. I met her too. I'm not going to bore you with the story. I remember, I remember when you met her, you were very, uh, chuffed as the Brits say. I was like two doors down. Were you? No. No. I was just like, oh my God, was my father was such a huge fan. Hi, Kevin. I went because I saw her three times like in one year. And the second time I saw her, she's like, Hi, Kevin. That was when I brought like my mom. Uh, 
And I was like, this is my mom. I told you this story. My yeah. mom like went to kiss her and it looked like she was going to kiss her full on the lips. And <laughs> Dolly Parton was like, what the fuck? Um, speaking of moms, my mom's going to be uh, 75 in wow. less than two weeks. Happy birthday, Grace. Right? She's getting up there, man. So it's now I'm trying to figure out, am I going to go out there for 75? Your mother only turned 75 once. However... She may not turn 76 if I go out and bring COVID with me. True that. So. Uh, you can go early, early and test and quarantine and then go see her. Yeah, who's got that kind of time? <laughs> I mean, it's once in a lifetime birthday, but fuck. I, I don't want to inconvenience myself. I love my mother, but. Come on. She lives in fucking Florida. You think I'm going to sit around Florida for a couple of days? We love you, Florida. Just yeah. kidding. To all our Floridian fans, uh, you're the happiest place on earth. Like, not all of us. Just, just one little area. The rest of us, unhappiest place on earth. <laughs> um, let me see. I, I mean, honestly, like, that's the fucking news, right? That's like, all you got? Come on, man. You know, no wonder I usually do this part of the job. I mean, there's nothing like, there's good stuff out there. How yeah, about the fact? There you go. There you go. You can suggest that Ann Wilson, Ann and Nancy Wilson. Yeah, they're doing a biopic. Yeah, or a bio series. Biopic. It's a pick. As far as we know, can't get a with Amazon Studios. Carrie Brownstein of Portlandia fame mm -hmm. and Slater Kinney. Uh, writing the screenplay for that. Now, what does fucking Carrie Brownstein know about being a lady musician? Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Slater Kenny's fucking uh, Carrie Brownstein? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's writing and directing? Writing. I don't think uh, she's directing. Um, I've always loved the Wilson sisters. Music. I myself. And the fascinating tale of family infighting and what do you mean they fought oh yeah they had a huge falling out heart stopped performing for years because they didn't they busted up they didn't like each other yeah is this before or after what about love after do you want somebody to care apparently the the decadent era of the 80s how can I get you alone? Mm -hmm. All those big hits they had in the mid-80s. All mid I want to do is make love to your mouth. That's not how that goes at the all. The best song they ever recorded. Um, apparently, and uh, had some substance abuse problems. And, and Anne is, the, which one? She's the singer, lead singer. The one not married to Cameron Crowe. Right. And, and Nancy, that one's not married to Cameron Crowe anymore either. Right. But at the time she was, and they were having a more sort of settled home existence life mm -hmm. and the life on the road and everything caused some infighting between the sisters and the band and there was some troubles there's a lot of drama in that they're story. gonna cover that shit they're so going they're going from the 80s at uh, 70s the beginning of magic man barracuda that era all the way through to Boom, the barracuda. current times apparently so wait that means they'll cover cameron crow i assume i mean that's got to be like a highlight right I assume. So Ann Wilson's the one who had drug problems. Yes. Nancy Wilson's the one he was married to. Right. So I don't remember hearing anything scandalous about her. So they got to no. use the fucking Cameron Crowe stuff. That's, you know. I like, suppose. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell the fucking story. Like, that's like, that's a huge thing that happened to her. If you're doing a biopic about the girls in heart, the women of heart. She married some dude. That's all. That's she a scene. Fucking she married a guy that dude. She wrote made... Jerry Maguire. Yeah, she wrote music with for his movies, man. She did tracks for Say Anything. She did tracks for uh, singles. She did tracks for Jerry Maguire. Like, Fine. Tell that story in the 
fucking Cameron Crowe miniseries. I want to see Heart. We're not going to get a Cameron Crowe miniseries. So right, because he's boring. You gotta cut us so off I'm not little, putting him in my Heart movie. A little piece of the Heart movie. Gets man. nothing from me. Just a little, What are you going to call this thing? I'm going to call it Barracudas. I think, yeah, I think with, a, with, Ooh, a, with a Z. Or, well, <laughs> with an S, perhaps, but plural. No, it has to be a Z. Barracudas with a Z. They're like, what's this? The like a, the like a life story. Like a teen fashion store in a mall. Ooh, Barracuda. What is their most famous song, you think? Barracuda, definitely up there. Certainly Magic Man, I think, has to be up there. Bullshit. Oh, come on. Bullshit. Only people from the fucking 70s remember that song. When do you think the Barracuda came out? The 70s, but it's an insanely popular song. Yes, it was Magic Man. Magic Man wasn't nearly as popular. You know why I know this? Because I think of Barracuda, and I never think of Magic Man. <laughs> oh, well, as long as it's directly related to your taste. <laughs> and I was alive in the 70s, so I should know. Um, I bet you if we went to the internet. But their biggest hits, I think, were in the, the 80s, those uh, ones we were just referencing. Yeah, they did, man. And that's the soundtrack of my high school years. That's the soundtrack of heavy petting for me. Mm. What about love? Walk those legs right over here. Give me what I'm dying for. Uh, and then they dressed all like quasi-Victorian or whatever. Yeah, a lot of ruffled shirts and whatnot. Um, yeah, that was because why? Because MTV was a visual medium yeah and here they were coming back in the era of music videos and they made some wicked ass videos and stuff. Yeah. i look forward to watching that i would too a fascinating story have you watched uh happiest season on, no uh, but i've heard Hulu? such nice things about it Everyone's, clea duvall right clea duvall made it man uh um and uh victor Aubrey, garber's in it Aubrey, it's easy what what happened what did mm-hmm. i do i wouldn't be i'm going to come be on my podcast really yeah you, well, you don't like me you don't like me at all i thought you guys did one didn't you do one no nope, uh... i tried to do one he wouldn't do it oh um yeah no huh. he's a friend of jennifer garner and yeah i know she don't like me so oh i guess so and it's a shame because i'm a huge victor the pool's fan. been tainted the pool's been poisoned he don't know the real me mm. i mean i know they're friends but it's like was she singing fucking anthony's songs from the sweeney todd soundtrack at 1979 like i was because he originated the role. Wow. Was she singing Godspell songs as a little kid? Like, that broke my heart. When I reached you out to get feel sad. A, I, yeah. And I, or under a curse. Victor Garber's bad. <laughs> he doesn't like you as work. worse. <laughs> <laughs> you keep um, on crying, it sighing, hurts somebody. and your podcast career is dying your podcast dreams are dying i won't be on your show i'll never be on your show get out of my face you loser <laughs> um happiest season he's in it victor garvey yeah um sorry i didn't mean to it's a real it's make still, spiral. It's still a sore spot really couldn't tell i mean like come on did you watch um uh the new melissa mccarthy movie on netflix Super intelligence. I watched it. I have not seen it yet. No. I enjoyed it. Did you? Yeah. But clearly it wasn't made. I mean, it's not on Netflix. It's on HBO yeah. Max. And yeah. clearly it wasn't made for HBO Max. Clearly they made this with the intention of putting it into movie theaters. Mm. And so it became, I think, mm. an HBO Max movie. Gotcha. Um, but totally watchable. Um, what have you been watching? They just signed a new deal with Netflix. Who did? Uh, ben Falcone and uh, Melissa McCarthy. To develop a TV series for Netflix called uh, God's 
Favorite idiot? Yes. That's right, man. According to Deadline, Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone um, to star and exec produce workplace comedy God's favorite idiot mm-hmm. at Netflix. Yeah, he plays a low-level tech support worker who finally finds love in his life at the same time he is tasked with becoming God's messenger on Earth. And it leads to some wacky chaos, I'm sure. I find him legit funny. I, I thought he was really fucking funny in uh, Bridesmaids. Mm. They're seen together. Mm. Did they meet there or were they ready to No, they were, uh, they were a couple from Groundlings. Even going further back. Yeah. They've been around. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine? Um, what is the, uh, not, uh, what do we do when people fucking die? What do we do? Tinseltown. And now another edition of Tinseltown Stiz. They will be missed. Uh, one of the first names of a performer that I ever memorized as a child. <laughs> Burt uh, Ward died? Oh. Huh. I knew those cats, but I had to learn extra hard to learn the name of the man behind the mask, the mm. uncelebrated man behind the mask everybody heard james old jones yes and so did i but when i looked at darth vader i saw david prowse um david prowse passed away yeah we talked about this on my show and i said to uh, eddie pence who is uh, on my show with me and he's a huge star wars fan much bigger than myself mm. and i think we came to an, uh, an agreement on this which was his participation in that role is largely unheralded and unfairly because his physical presence on that screen is as much of an impact with that character as James Earl Jones's amazing performance. Don't get me wrong. I can't take away from what he brought to the role, but the guy walking around and making those gestures and just filling the space is a that's a big deal. Huge. And, you know, he didn't know that his voice was getting replaced. He thought he was going to be the guy. You can go online and. Yeah, find him talking. Yeah, find him talking in costume. Where he's like, you're going into jail, Princess Leia. You're a traitor and you're going to jail. Now find me those robots. Yes. Um, But he uh, was a giant. He played it, uh, played the character in uh, the classic trilogy itself. He was in Return of the Jedi as well. Star Wars, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. Uh, a Hammer horror film star, yeah, but bodybuilding uh, legend in the UK was trained Christopher Reeve for Superman. For Superman, he palled around with uh, Franco Colombo and Lou Ferrigno and Schwarzenegger and all those guys. He played a uh, a superhero character in Britain, Mister Green Cross, for the uh, safety or safety like for that. kids. Yeah, yeah, a lot of kids, a whole generation of kids, were like, "That's the Green Cross man." Yeah. Um magical man he had uh the alzheimer's for quite some years from yeah he was unwell unwell but uh and then covid fucking took him out another f- fucking reason to hate this goddamn tier jj's offices in santa monica got broken into and they stole a darth vader helmet and a stormtrooper helmet that apparently were screen used at some stage i don't know at which one but it was just a homeless dude who just broke in looking for stuff. And they found the cops found him pushing a shopping cart full of like Star Wars pillows and just random merch. And then at the bottom were these two screen used pieces of cinema memorabilia that would have gone for big dollars on auction. But uh, I can't believe that like, you know, fucking bad robot, which is known for their like lockdown secrecy, got broken into they Got broken into um so much for the mystery box man <laughs> yeah, really? guys like i know how to get in there <laughs> pillows 
<laughs> That's the fun news, man. That's the charming news right there. It's fucking better than ending on David Prowse's death. I Look, think so. Huge bucket of wind to David Prowse. But legend had it that Lucas also said a huge bucket of wind to the guy that broke into bad robot. Yeah, really? Well done, sir. <laughs> Until he got caught. Everything you would know better out. than I, but I heard legend had it. Lucas said to him, you can have either role. You can do Chewbacca or you can do uh, Vader, knowing that he was going to dub probably both of those characters at the time. And David said, I want to do the bad guy because people remember the bad guy. People remember the villains. And he was being obviously. I mean, look, the most, maybe the best remembered villain in movie history. Chewie's no slouch. No, not at all. In terms of like playing the villain, it it is like fucking space. Hitler is the biggest bad guy we've ever had in movies. Who comes close? Fucking Jaws. Yeah. Maybe Lecter fucking Hitler in a movie. Yeah. If he counts as a character, um, some bond villains, Thanos, you know, Thanos, Dracula right now. Come on, man. Give Dracula his due. I mean, if you're a child, maybe. How dare you, sir? No, it's true. Going whole movie history, Dracula would be in the top ten. Sure. But I would say Darth Vader and then after him, Thanos. I yeah. bet he's number two on the list because yeah. those movies were huge. Yes. Um. All right. That's enough news. <laughs> I can, all right. That's how. See, if I was in charge of Babel, this is how it would go down. I'm like, that's enough. I'm done. Now let's talk about other things. Uh, now we're done. We're going to go record our real fucking podcast. We're having decent people over. <laughs> <laughs> None of this Kevin Smith Club nonsense. We're, we're taking the slip covers off the couch. Yeah, we're fucking entertaining real people. Um, we're going to record Hollywood Babylon colon the Caped Commentaries. So go listen to that when it drops. Never forget, Ralph Garman, of course, has his own show, The Ralph Report. Join up, you stingy pricks. <laughs> They're like, even at the expense of leaving your club, well, wait a second. Don't get crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey. You know, we got a couple extra bucks lying around, but <laughs> come on. Jesus. Fucking, don't make me choose. This will be appropriate. Sophie's choice for me. Where his show or mine. Um, thank you for uh, hanging out and listening to us. And uh, there is no show without the guy sitting across from me. Give it up for Showbiz Beats, Ralph Garman. Let's hear it for my babble brother, Mr. Kevin Smith. And that is Give Me Headlines for this week. I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Ralph Garman. Go Give me them headlines. Give me head, give me head, give me headlines. And give me head. This podcast has been produced exclusively for members of that Kevin Smith Club.com.